0: Welcome to the Better Births, Better Babies podcast, where we help you reclaim the confidence and assurance that you need to thrive in motherhood. On this podcast, we're having authentic conversations among sisters and friends about raising our babies because we believe life is fuller and more rich when you live and learn in community. So grab your earbuds and some coffee and listen while you tackle your to-do list. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Angela here with uh, Sarah and Hannah today.
1: Hello.
0: Um, Hi, friends. <laughs> hello. Today, we're going to have a really fun conversation about what to do with your visitors. So we were kind of talking about how, like, after you have a baby, but especially when you have your first baby, people are so excited for you. They really want to meet the baby. They've spent all this time celebrating you, showering you, um, praying for you, and kind of just like in their own way, like anxiously awaiting the arrival of your new baby. They're excited for you. And part of being excited for you and celebrating you is coming over after the baby is born and meeting them. So Mm -hmm. I know that's something that, you know, Sarah can kind of talk about this, but she was, when she was pregnant, she would always say to Hannah and I, like, I'm just so excited about having a little baby to share with people Mm -hmm. and... It really has been fun. So yeah. and I think Hannah and I especially just think it's really sweet that we got to live with Sarah and Jared, um, after they brought Hadley home. From mostly the we
2: talk about that, but mostly because Jared and Jared's in the military and we just have a very have had a very non traditional schedule and living yeah <laughs> during training periods. So And when you for the lose blessings. your house
0: and all your furniture <laughs> and it, they ship it off to on wherever when you're at the hospital having your baby you gotta have somewhere to go so okay. anyway in the quote-unquote normal realm though mom and dad would go to the hospital they'd have a baby they'd come home from the hospital and they would walk in the front door and it's you know just the three of them mm-hmm. so let's just assume mm-hmm. that's normal we'll go there go from there so i guess sarah we'll start with you like as a new mom let's talk about Maybe just in general, let's start with like the first day, you know, mm-hmm. that you're home from the hospital. Like, what do you? What would you suggest? I guess like house full of people, not a house full of people. You know what? Yeah. What are you thinking? You didn't really have an <laughs> No, yeah, I you didn't. did not.
2: But I think that some really good advice that was given to me is to do as much forethinking before you hit some of those moments. And I think um, we hopefully we'll talk about it in, to in the you know weeks to come but we'll discuss the whole hospital moment in time and that would be another like thing you should identify but this is another moment that you need to identify um, and do some foreplanning. It's not just about the labor and the birth. This is another moment, the second you walk in the door, that you need to identify so you're not emotionally overwhelmed. Or maybe you want the big party. And you walk in the door and you're like, why is this so anticlimactic? Like, there's yeah. no one here to welcome me. And so I think, too, to what you're saying is everybody wants something different. So... I think writing a plan out and letting the people know that love you most that are would be in that space, let them know what, what it is that you would like. Do you want a welcome home party? And when you come home, do you need to tell your mom or your siblings or whatever, like, I want to come home, but I'm probably just going to want to sit on the couch. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I think that's probably more my speed. Um, and I would say I was shocked by how much the hormones really, like, do give you energy for quite a few days longer than you would think. Um, and so I was surprised at how, like, alert and awake I was even after not having slept for a long time. So I, that's that would be the thing I would say on that is self-identify, yeah. write some bullets down. And if you feel comfortable sharing those with the people that you love yes
0: the whole time yeah the whole time that you're pregnant you're gonna hear birth plan birth Birth plan birth plan and that's great you should have a plan for your birth it's a very big moment we don't want you to go in unprepared however home home plan like once it's over (laughs) it's over like once the baby is out birth plans out the window it just Mm. happened and so there's a level of just like wisdom i think that's being prepared for what's next you know Hannah you don't have kids but for you like what would you say to the mom who's like I don't know what I'm gonna want like this is my first baby I don't know how I'm gonna feel I don't know anything like what would I don't know what would be some good advice that you would give to the person who just like doesn't know and I know they're out there like oh yeah
1: I would say kind of evaluate yourself like what are you do you enjoy are you like do you thrive being around Mm -hmm. people or by yourself i think that will kind of tell you what you want when you're home like i think i would prefer either no one or just like a few close family members i wouldn't want like everyone at the house but i'm sure there's probably people who are like oh my gosh everyone's here that's so exciting Mm -hmm. like that's just not going to be me but like i actually do have a cool story to say about this too like for me personally um, I was coming back from like a retreat and it was when my nephew was being born and I think it was the day they were coming back from the hospital. I was like driving through town and I wanted to come see him, but they were getting back from the hospital and I was texting them like I'm on my way through and they were like, you know what, like we would really just like to come home and be alone for a little while before you get there, which I totally appreciated and respected, so I just stayed with my friends for like a few more hours just chilled with them because I wanted to give them that space and that time and they set that boundary and I respected that and I appreciated them telling me that because the last thing I would want is to be mm-hmm. there and then them be like frustrated that I'm there. Yes. Um. So, I, yeah, I wanted that. Like, I'm glad that they told me like, hey, just don't come right away. That's fine with me. And so I just waited and then came later on in the day and just stopped by and I made sure to limit my, my visit. Some people like don't know that though so you might have to put a boundary on that too. But, you know, you just have to... And did you bring dinner when you? I hit? did. I brought. I brought. Yeah, it's always a good idea to Come with Don't food come and drinks. Handed. Yes, <laughs> with someone with babies, like bring something with you, even if it's just like I'm gonna stop by Starbucks on the way. What can I get you to drink? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I spilled like like Kara's drink <laughs> all over my car, and I felt really bad. But I brought them Chick Fil A, and I brought them Starbucks. But yeah, just bring something with you too.
0: Yeah, that's great. I think that's really good. Like, I'm. Um, Yeah, I'm, like, kind of smiling. You guys can't see my face, and she's going to laugh when she hears this. But I'm thinking about my sweet friend Taylor. Like, I know that she would be the one who would just be like, I have no idea what I want. This is her first baby, you know. Like, she doesn't know what to expect. And I just think that as much as she, like... She loves people and she loves her family. I think there's a level of like, maybe I would be overwhelmed Mm -hmm. in that moment and just want the two of us there. Yeah,
2: And I think if that's a place that you find yourself, like Hannah was saying, um, just utilizing the text messages. Like Mm -hmm. I think telling your spouse and getting on the same page before baby is here to just say, hey, like I'm going to need you as husband to like. Help me in this way. Be the gatekeeper. And be the gatekeeper. Or and or even think, just
1: like a close friend or family yeah. member. Like you can just yeah. give them, especially if they really want to help, just give them their role of like, hey, can you schedule visits and okay. make sure that they're like within this amount of time and during yeah. this point? But at some
2: point they're gonna have probably wanna have correspondence between yes, you or your, your spouse. Guys. And so just like you don't don't feel like you have to answer your phone, but I think that's a phenomenal like job to give your spouse to just say, Hey, I need you to be the phone person. If you are going to have a third party friend, mom, whatever, play that role of scheduling people to come over, then have him say, Hey, my mom is coordinating this. Here's her number. Boom. And like, just have something that is simple and easy, but text messages having something that, you know, maybe maybe, like you said, she, you don't know you're in the moment. And in that moment, prepare to like have your husband be like, Hey, all right, I know what I want right now. Can you draft a text message, send it Mm -hmm. out to a group of people um, and say that like, this is what you're looking for. We're looking for when you come over, please don't stay longer than a few hours Mm -hmm. or like a half an hour or whatever. And like, if you're looking for ways that you can be helpful ABCD but a lot of this too we cover like in as a part of our paid community so I highly encourage people' it's a little plug the bringing to go home baby section under yes. the bringing home baby section and we really want to teach you guys how to write up a bringing home baby plan kind of mm-hmm. um, piece that together and have some ideas for that for what it looks like to ca- have a clean house what it looks like to instruct visitors well um, yeah but, so let's
0: transition into that actually um, how to Okay, so at some point, you know, so that that was, like, the very beginning. Mm-hmm. That You know, that's, like, your first time walking in the door. There's some food for thought. Um, think through that if you haven't thought through it already. But moving into kind of, like, when you're ready, people are going to come over. And you're going to want them to come over because eventually you're going to want to be around people again. You know, like, the baby's not going anywhere, so mm-hmm. you have to start making small steps um, back into, you know, a new normal. So... I think one of the biggest, man, I, can, I actually, I'm not a mom, so I can say this. You're welcome, moms. I think one of the biggest mistakes that friends, visitors, and family members make is they just assume everything. Uh-huh. And they don't ask any questions. And so it's like they just assume like, oh, well, Sarah loves me. And she of course she wants me to meet her baby and hang out. And of course she wants to let me hold it. And why wouldn't you want me to stay and catch up for three hours? Like we a picture used to, to do post on Instagram. And of course she wants me yes, to put pictures she of her wants babies me on the internet. To put pictures. Yes. She wants me to share her baby on my story to all my friends. And it's just like, like, don't do that. Like just ask questions. Just ask questions. Ask questions. They ask questions. might. questions. Like people love people. I'm telling you, this is true. People love knowing what's expected of them. And I think when you don't, have any expectations that you communicate you just leave so much more to the imagination and you just end up more frustrated and i think like as a visitor like as the person in the visitor seat like i would just encourage you to ask questions say like hey is it okay Mm -hmm. if when i come over i bring a meal and is there anything i can do for you while i'm there Mm -hmm. and from the couch While you're holding your baby, have them take out your trash. Mm -hmm.
2: Have them, you know, unload your dishwasher. I'm going to just, like, put a little thing in right there. I think that, like, I found that to be the most difficult. Like, I typically have words on the tip of my tongue because I think with my words. And so I felt very out of place after birth and even, like, yeah, mostly after birth and transitioning postpartum because there were more times than not I found myself not knowing how to communicate to people effectively. And I'm sure some of that was hormonal. But like um well it's also just not your
0: nature. You're very
2: decisive. Right. And so I will warn all of you who maybe aren't decisive to prepare to be even less decisive if that's possible. Maybe that's not true, but like
1: Or try if, to make the decisions ahead right, of time. Right.
2: And so some of the things that in those moments, I would encourage you, that's why I would I would encourage you to plan to have your husband to be helpful or to plan to come up with a list beforehand because you probably will not be very decisive in the moment. And you're like, I don't know what I want. I don't know mm-hmm. what I need. Um, something that I wished I would have asked more of is um, asking intentionally for people to come over to my house that I knew I trusted Watching my baby and bringing her to me when she was showing hunger cues. After the first few weeks. Yeah, but even in the first few weeks, like teaching people outside of Jared and myself that this is what it looks like for a baby to start showing hunger signs. And in our community, we have a really great video about cues and communication. So like have your best friend watch it if they don't have kids or have your mom watch it it, because it's been a while. But that way, I'm telling you, I would fall asleep for a nap and sleep longer and better if I knew the person who was holding my baby could identify that she was hungry mm-hmm. and I was able to sleep peacefully and someone would come in my room and they'd like be like Sarah she's hungry you know and she'd feed and then she'd be done and they would take her and I would an fall back and sleep an angry baby asleep. is not
0: going to eat well so no. if you wait especially in those few weeks if you wait till right. the baby is screaming its head off and it's red in the face you've pretty much just like but ruin that the is, opportunity that's another for, one of
2: those things you feel so guilty about asking to take a nap while your friends are over. But like, just it. admit that they want to see your baby and not you. They're not that into <laughs> you. It's the baby. And yeah. so
0: you might And let them take their Instagram photo shoot. <laughs> yeah, they while might. You go yeah, sleep. <laughs>
2: like, but make sure those are people that you trust because you will not be getting a nap in the least of ways if you don't trust the person who's over watching your baby while you're still in the house. And it gives your husband a break too because he is tired. Um, And let's also
0: really quick just add in, like, if you're listening to this and you are a new mom and, like, right now you just have that feeling of, like, I don't want to be separated from my baby, like, that is Mm -hmm. okay. Like, it is a-okay to feel like, especially in those first couple weeks, you just want your baby with you. And so I think another good thing is when your friends come over – Be like, hey, we're going to go take a nap. You can sweep. You can unload the dishwasher. You can whatever, you know. Take the dog on a walk. Well,
1: I was just going to kind of mention this is like a completely different scenario, but just with my work in the NICU, um, when moms would come in with like their new baby and they just had them, and they would just be like up all the time trying to like stay there for Mm. their baby. And I get, yes, your baby's in the hospital. You want to be there for them. They're not going to remember, though, if you leave to try to get like a... Right to go to sleep through the night, right. like, one good night. And honestly, if you get good this rest... This is from a NICU perspective. Yes, this is from a NICU perspective. admitted
2: into the hot. Your baby is admitted, yeah. admitted into the hospital. But I
1: think it can kind of apply to just normal. But, like, mm-hmm. if you get go home... Like, me as a nurse, I would tell parents, like, moms in, in particular, especially if their baby is only going to be there for, like, a few days, I'd be like, now's your time. You can sleep, so just go home and sleep and come back in the morning because you can take care of your baby yes. so much better yeah, during the that's day So true. if you're not sleeping at the mm-hmm. hospital. But it's just, like, things like that where... It's I get it like you want to be there for your baby but sometimes you just need right. to like you know having friends come over yeah it's like just go t- to sleep and yeah. trust the person that's like I was a NIC- NICU nurse I can watch your baby like
2: right you know, and I and- think that right there that right there so moms this even backfires on us with our husbands or in dads in the situation but like you cannot do it all like you do have an instinct to want to be with your baby all the time but I promise you if you can coordinate trustworthy care Mm
0: -hmm.
2: that that is what you have to do like i think that you have to identify that it's helpful and babies feel most comforted to be present with somebody the first couple weeks of life because they were just inside your womb and so i think there's some sense in being like someone is present and alert to be able to hold them or be a comfort to them or sit on the couch watch tv with your baby on their chest but like create those trusting relationships so that you can relinquish control because i think this is a very like it's just a very difficult thing for new moms to let go of but like do some vetting beforehand and come up with one or two people that you feel like you could educate and they would trust you to a t and it helps so much to be able to have that trust um and i think too i had being in the NICU there were moms who would come to me and be like I feel like when you're here I can like I can leave and go home and Mm -hmm. sleep comfortably and so that just shows right then and there like that's what matters yeah is it's you have a relationship established with someone who's watching your baby doesn't mean a bad thing won't happen Mm -hmm. but your body is able to rest and you are able to you know Be more present.
1: Yeah, I had a primary for a while and I it was on when I was on night shift and I remember the mom would call for updates in the evenings and she'd be like, I'm so glad you're watching tonight. I can just get a good sleep throughout the night and I just like Mm -hmm. felt so good that like she felt comfortable with me. And that definitely still applies to like babies at home, you know. Like, if, you know, you have a friend over that you really trust, like, yeah, you can just rest. No, yeah, them. and I
2: say all this so that you don't feel shame in it. Because I think a lot of moms are like, well, I just want to give everyone their turn. Mm-hmm. Or I don't want Aunt Sally to feel left out. She doesn't get to babysit. But if you don't trust them, then, like, you won't mm-hmm. get any rest or sleep or feel, yeah, comfortable. Or feel comfortable with them being in those new yeah. new spaces. And set that up, too. Who 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 does want to say no when someone's like, hey, can you come over for two hours and watch my newborn baby?
1: Hey, y'all, we just wanted to take a quick break and let you know about our free hospital packing list. If you are preparing for the birth of your baby, this resource will be tremendously helpful for you. Just go to betterbirthsbetterbabies.com slash hospital to get our free hospital packing list. Now let's get back to the show.
0: Yeah, I think all of those things are really good. Good perspective to number one, I think what we're saying kind of in summary on this part is... Think through ways that your husband can be helpful in kind of like
2: filtering. And yeah. filtering. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Kind of like facilitating and filtering through the visitors and the schedule and things like that. And then also, you know, spend time with people that you trust beforehand, asking them if they'd be comfortable doing things like that for you. One thing that I wanted to touch on um, just while we're talking about visitors, and we kind of said it in the beginning from the perspective of like don't come empty-handed i really just want to have like a kind of like a quick conversation about like the best things to bring for new parents because i do think it's something that um a lot of people don't know like it's usually like oh what do you like or what do you think is good and i just think like in in this regard in other regards ask questions but in this regard like i think they'll Kind of the less questions, the better. So I think from a lactation consultant perspective, but also Mm. as someone who has a lot of knowledge on childbirth and postpartum, like what is your best advice for like nourishing, good, like options to bring with you?
2: Yeah. So this might be kind of shocking, but you're supposed to treat the postpartum body as you would a sick body. So it's like it's healing and it's healing on overtime. So... That I mean, some people don't know what that stuff would be, so I would say soups, I would say crock pot meals, it's classic as a chicken noodle Comfort soup. Food. Comfort food that doesn't that's not, not super like f- high in fat and it's not super high in you know, sodium and all, all those like things, good but protein and- you want protein, you want vegetables. Um, Things that are less harsh on the intestines are typically like cooked vegetables and cooked things. So I would say a, like a bag freezer meal, it doesn't have to be frozen yet, but if you're prepping dinner for the night, you could you know, plan that to be your crock pot dinner for your family in the morning and then throw everything else in a bag, zip it up, write the instructions on the outside with a Sharpie, and maybe you freeze it or you just take it over fresh and throw it in their freezer. So I think, um, and on the outside of that, I'm just saying for dads, it can be really helpful with the Sharpie to say, like, here's some things to grab from the grocery store to go with this. Mm-hmm. So when someone pulls it out, it's like, oh, yeah. this is shredded chicken, and it can go with tortillas or it can go on rice or something else that they can know needs to be ready for yeah. dinner when it comes out. So those are, like, that would be one of them. I would also say tea is great. Um, coffee, it. Coffee is hard because it just depends on what part of the day mom is in. Like, I love coffee anytime, all times. Well, that's why I think it's good, like, on the way.
1: Be like, hey, mm -hmm. I'm going to go run my Starbucks. Like, what do you want? Right. But I would also say, like, this probably isn't helpful with healing, but, like, bring them a bottle of wine because now they can, if they drink alcohol, Mm because now they can. And I know that's probably something that they want to do.
2: Yeah, and I I think, too, like, anything that's comfy or cozy is fun. A pack of diapers is super, super easy and very helpful. Mm -hmm. Especially Um,
0: because there's, like, there's that tiny, like, window when they first come out where, like, you don't don't really know what size they're going to be. And this one was interesting to me. So, like, Sarah had basically been given just, like, all these Pampers diapers, and then because of Hadley's, like, literal body shape Huggies was better you mm-hmm. know and so even just
2: it was the hassle of having to go return things even yes asking.
0: that's a such a good one offering to like do returns you oh, know I like so much when you come over baby shower
2: you get duplicates you get different things i would highly recommend you asking people on the way out the door is there anything from like anything I can exchange for you anything I can take back to the store for you that was so helpful and then the other like um other things I've offered to do for people while I've been at their house is like usually the the nursery is probably prepared but like Usually, there's still certain things that have yet to be unpacked or put away or gone through. And so, just to let mom sit and do the feeding, and you can like sit on the floor and put diapers in the diaper caddy or just kind of fill in the gaps and start
0: a load of laundry, mm-hmm. change over a mm-hmm. load of laundry, yeah. walk the dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If
2: you're going over to a place, yeah, and you like, you feel like you don't have yeah, As a single
1: person, definitely like, keep your eyes out, look. But even yeah, if you open, have kids and you're going around. over to another yes. mom's house and you it's can't true.
2: remember where you were at in that yeah. position, but, but
1: if the dish, if the sink is full, do the dish. Like just do yeah. do those are all just one thing. And yeah, I, just I think things.
2: really, really good advice that I um, was given during my lactation consulting courses is, she basically was like, I would tell every mom who is trying to learn her new baby and how to feed it and how to take care of it well, like let your house rot. And even when you, like, if you were, to, I mean, just let other people worry about that or come up with some other easy solution. If you can't be okay in a dirty environment, you need to come up with another solution. But, like, that is not your job Yeah. When right after having a baby. That For is sure. someone else's job. It is a friend. It is a mom. It is a husband. It is someone else's job to, like, Clean. fix your house. Yeah. So, um, and I guess, too, like, we care. That, that's kind of what we just want to put tools in your toolbox so that you know how to work on the fly. Well, if you get into those scenarios and you're like, this is not the way I planned for this to go or for myself to think here, or I didn't know what I was going to think. And now I know, um, we just kind of want to put all of this in one area of like using those texting conversations, shooting text messages to your very trustworthy friends that you would trust your life with. Then you would trust your baby with like, do all of that vetting in your mind and have kind of a list ready to go so that maybe you don't want anyone to come over and watch your baby for the first couple weeks. But I think if you had the thought and you had, you had prepared yourself and you had the list available, you would probably take the opportunity or your husband would be like, I think you need to like tap into that because we're both exhausted. So, um, Just do a little bit of prep, even if you don't know how you're going to feel. It's worth the time and the energy.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really good summary. And I would say, too, like, kind of in closing, something that I thought about is if you're someone who used, like, a childbirth support person, like a doula or a midwife, I would even ask, like, in your pre-partum, I don't know what the right word is, while you're still pregnant, um, is... Yeah, prenatal. If they do home visits, you know, Mm -hmm. and even say like, hey, would you be able to come over like the day we leave the hospital and just kind of check in with us and make sure that we're getting settled in? That could be something that your like childbirth support person offers. And I think that's a really just cool way to like get settled in at home and just make sure that you're you're feeling well set up too. And also we have um, two really great blog posts that Sarah wrote. Um, one about like how to care for your vagina after delivery and then the other one is basically like how to care for your boobs after delivery if you're breastfeeding and so check those out there's really really good information at the end of those on how to like set yourself up for success at home and ways that you can kind of do some preparing before baby comes so that when you walk in the door everything that you need is there so thank you guys so much it was a great conversation and we hope you have a good day Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as we did. We would love to meet you inside our community. So head on over to betterbirthsbetterbabies.com to join. You'll immediately be welcomed into an amazing group of like-minded mamas, and you'll be inspired and encouraged in your own motherhood journey. We'll see you there.